This is a St. John Youth Podcast. Twitter. Welcome to the Kaitakore Podcast. Made by leaders for leaders. Uh, Good day there everybody. I'm Simon O'Reilly, your co-host, joined here with Sam Wilson. You doing all right there, Sam? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are oh, you? Perfect. Oh, yeah, absolutely amazing. That's excellent. Uh, beautiful day down here in Christchurch. Uh, we're on the banks of the Avon River, and a little, little bit of cloud going past. I, ble- but I, believe, otherwise... G- I believe Jim Hickey would call this mostly cloudy. Yeah, mostly cloudy, uh, but otherwise fine. Some showers. Yeah, we, we line scooted here and faced a little bit of drizzle. Where exactly are we, Simon? Where? Well, I, that's the new fire station down there, and is that on Kil- so we're Kilmore Street? Kilmore yeah. Street. That's Oxford Terrace that you can see behind us. Yeah, we're 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 here. Yes, uh, and it's very pleasant. Anyway, absolutely. What, what have we got today, Simon? Uh, on today's podcast, um, if you're listening to it today, uh, I doubt it. I doubt it's, it because it's, it's the eighth of uh, November. It's currently Monday the eighth. This yeah. is going out on Saturday. Yeah, so you're, you're probably not listening to it today, unless you happen to be one of us reviewing it later on. Yes, but um, on this episode of the Kaitakore podcast, uh, number ten, I think it's quite good for us. Yeah, don't um, know. We've got the Duke of Edinburgh Hillary Award, and we spoke to Chris Budge, and by we I mean me at the recent Labour um, weekend badge camp and it was a spy camp so I was Agent S for all those who are in the know and if um, Sam was there he would have been Agent S as well so they would have made it quite awkward for distinguishing Um, Stephen who might be watching this was he he, also Agent S? he was also Agent (laughs) S but luckily we were both camp medical officers so when people wanted camp medical officer Agent S it didn't really matter didn't matter so Let's see what Chris Budge had to say about the Duke of Edinburgh Hillary Award and also um, joining us in this session is Phoenix, who's a cadet from the West Coast. He'll introduce himself shortly. Today I have two extras with me and we'll just get them to introduce themselves. We might start off to my left hand side which is Chris. Hi, thank you very much. Um, my name's Chris Budge. I'm a volunteer in the portfolio team uh, for Central Region. Uh, I'm uh, the recreation officer for my sins and the reason for being here today um, is we're looking at building the Duke of Edinburgh International Award Program uh, amongst the Order of St John, particularly youth, um, and that's the reason I'm here today. Lovely, it's great to have you here and to my right hand side. I'm Phoenix, I'm helping staff at Labour Weekend 2021 and we're doing Ventureship and Duke of Edinburgh. Perfect, alright. So. I guess what I've got both of you here today to discuss is the Duke of Edinburgh Hillary Award. Is yes. what it's called? Yep. Perfect. Would you like to explain what that is? Sure. So the Duke, His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh, who has recently passed away, uh, for those that didn't know, uh, is, was the, uh, the Queen's husband. Um, after World War II, he and two um, uh, other influential people out of the UK created an organisation where young boys uh, initially uh, between the ages of 14 and 18 could go out and do activities that boys they felt should be doing which included uh, volunteering for stuff, learning stuff, doing something physical and uh, going out into the wilds and, and understanding what that like. 
over the la over the years since the end of World War II, it of course has grown into an international award, um, and any person uh, is able to undertake between the ages of 14 and 24, whether you boy, girl, uh, in a uh, built-up city area, in the bush, out in the wilds of Africa, it doesn't matter where you are. There's the opportunity that's been created for for, for someone to undertake the award. Uh, in New Zealand, um, we have uh, uh, an award chapter in New Zealand, uh, the office is in Wellington, and what they do is they um, permit other organisations by contract, uh, because uh, in today's world there's a lot of agreements we have to have on paper, uh, to be able to participate. So um, in New Zealand it's between uh, 14 and 24, you have to complete by the time you turn 25, uh, but if in your, your school year you turn 14, so that's if your birthday's in September for example, um, you can actually start uh, the start of the school year, which is, which is quite good. So um, I guess the bigger picture for St John doing the Duke of Edinburgh would be? Well what's really good being down here in the southern region um, for this weekend is that I managed to get all the statistics of everybody who's ever registered for the award and who's completed the award throughout the whole country who registered under an award unit uh, in some form of the Order of St John. Uh, once upon a time, not too many years ago, um, nearly most districts had their own award leader. Um, the first person to sign up was actually in 1980, someone from the southern region, um, female, um, and uh, she went on to complete her award. And since then, the southern region, uh, by those who have signed up and completed, has been the largest to date, which is, which is really, really great. Um, closely followed by um, Central and then uh, Northern after that. So what the, what the Order of St John and youth specifically, uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to, to give another option of something that youth can do typically when they finish GPA or thereabouts. Um, there's a lot of effort to get in to do those badges and uh, I've seen cadets all over the country. Um, they're very passionate about what they want to do. They want to do the right assessments. But sometimes they kind of run out of steam a little bit at maybe 16 or something like that. Um, a lot of cadets have a very, very busy life, much more than I had when I was a child. Um, they can't squeeze it in quite so early, but we do have some 14-year-olds. Um, and then there's an opportunity for them to join up when they're ready um, and to work their way through and uh, participate in a well worth international activity. The great things is, is there's two really good benefits. One, you get a really cool badge that you can wear above your uniform and for those that have your um, your cadets booklet, um, you will see on the page that talks about awards, there is the Duke of Edinburgh award there, so it is an authorised uh, badge that you can wear on your uniform, and of course, um, subject to whatever level you do, um, you can put that on your uniform. Awesome. And have either of you done the Duke of Edinburgh Hillary Award or working towards it at the moment? I'm afraid not. One, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit old uh, to do it. Uh, my youth, unfortunately, I'm not a, a, a lifer with St John youth. Um, I was more in the, the scouts and the, the ventures um, sort of aspect, and then I went off and joined the army and, and, and in a different life. So, no. Um, but personally, I've seen probably close to about 80 kids in the last five years that, that I've actively participated with. Like you were saying, um, with the heaps of busy people, but hopefully I get to do it later on in life. Yep. What do you think it means to the people who do it? 
Well, I think there's a big achievement. Um, maybe a way to understand that is to talk about the, what the award actually consists yep. of, perhaps. That yep. might be a, a good way for, for people to understand. So. Um, there's, there's three levels, there's bronze, silver and gold. Uh, talking about bronze level, it's the starter. Uh, once again, you can, you can start when you turn 14 or you can start uh, in the year that you turn school, uh, school year that you turn 14. Um, what you do there are there are four sections within um, each badge level. Um, one is uh, voluntary service. So basically uh, I express that as doing something for somebody else that you're not getting rewarded for. Very, very similar to the volunteer hours that we do as part of our GPA. However, for those sneaky ones, you can't do 10 hours GPA and do 10 hours service for, for Duke of Edinburgh. It's, it's either or. Um, then and the next uh, you can't do stuff for family so you can't do dishes at home things like that but you can do stuff for your extended family um, a lot of kids do or some kids do um, writing for disabled go along and volunteer there uh, volunteer in the um, uh, the Duke of uh, the St John shops and, and such things like uh, school monitor at school um, all those sort of things work the next area is service I'm sorry, that I've done service. Um, the next area is skill. So that's basically where you learn something. So that could be anything from uh, a musical instrument, um, learning to coach a football team, um, actually going to St. John and doing badge work or working your way through the leadership development program. They can all count towards the time required. Um, the next one is physical. Um, that's usually some sort of sport or physical activity that you're doing. And it's probably timely to mention here is that there are actually uh, cadets and young people that are doing this who are physically disabled or have some other challenges in their life. Um, there are ways around that. Um, certainly there were a number, I think it was about 10 recently, that finished the award who were in jail. So if somebody can do it in jail, then I'm sure anybody else can. And the last area that across um, the river is the adventurous journey. So this is really where you go into the bush um, with another a group of people um, and essentially you at bronze level you go out for two days and one night you've got to write up your own menu you've got to write up your own risks uh, put your own gear together uh, but essentially uh, the assessor in that one is we just really follow behind you and see how you go now for each of those the time you have to spend is one hour per week so essentially it's four hours per section for every 28 days. So that's what you do. So if you're already doing some stuff, then that's cool. If you want to do something new, that's probably even more challenging. Then we jump up to silver. Um, if you're bronze and silver starts at 15, if you're under 15, once you've finished bronze, you can start with silver straight away. You don't have to wait until you turn 15, but if you want to come directly in, um, you can start at 15. It has the same sections of service, skill, and physical, and the adventurous journey now is two nights and three days. Gold, you cannot start gold until you turn 16. There's no leeway there at all. Um, you're getting a little bit more advanced to what you're doing. Um, uh, sorry, actually one, one point that I forgot to mention is that bronze is um, three months and then one activity for an additional three months. So a total of six months is the minimum period you can finish it. Silver is six months for all four activities. 
Gold is 12 months for all four activities, and the adventurous journey is now three nights and four days. Plus, at Gold, you can do an exploration or an expedition, which is a four, four night, five day activity, something totally different. So a lot of, some kids go to the Duke of Edinburgh centres in, in the North Island, some go on the Spirit of Adventure, um, some uh, go on some other volunteer activity with people they don't know. But that's essentially it. So if you start at 14, the earliest you can finish is when you turn 17, which is 16 uh, at gold level. So what does St. John do for you? That, that's, that's a question I get quite often. Unfortunately with the program, it's actually all about you. It's about your efforts to get through and do activities. But what we can do is we can uh, facilitate, we can assist, we can, if you want to do an activity that's outside of um, the people you know, the role is for us to step in and help. Um, the idea is not to have leaders running around doing everything. Um, I have found that the hardest thing for the kids to do um, is to do the adventurous journey. So what we try and do is we try up until now is that we've really run a, an activity up in um, central region um, one week roughly every school holidays except the September school holidays because we get a lot of interest saying it's NCEA we don't want to do any extra study um, we've run two activities down here in the South Island uh, with very small groups uh, but very shortly I'm going to be sending out an email which is asking for people what would you like to do during the January school holidays how many people do we want to come along <coughs> and we're hoping that um, I can get more people to help as well um, even though I enjoy going out um, as Phoenix has found uh, over the last couple of days uh, I'm a little bit slower than the 14 and 15 year olds um, I do the distance but I just take an extra half an hour or an hour or so <coughs> but uh, but that's okay we, we get it done yep. we're at Labour Weekend Camp uh, at the moment running the Duke of Edinburgh Hillier Award um, alongside the Ventureship Yep, and also the camping badge. We're doing the camping badge as well. Absolutely. How has that been for the both of you? Do you want to explain a bit about what you've been up to? Yeah, it's been great. We've been um, <laughs> gone for a couple of long walks um, yesterday, which was nice. And then we've just gone up to Castle Hill today, which was awesome. How did the kids find that? Oh, they were a bit tired after yesterday. <laughs> um, they woke up not really wanting to move, but we got them out and they've been having fun now. The thing I find with doing stuff, particularly with St John Cadets, is that they're always willing to have a go. Um, I wasn't really sure what was going on this weekend, but actually I've been really impressed um, with what Alicia's done around building her modules and taking the kids through. Um, for the Duke of Edinburgh planning um, training, there's a set curriculum of the several points that they have to make, and we covered those off yesterday by doing a work journal, and we'll, we'll look at those tomorrow. Um, there's the, the safety side of, of, of the activities, we do the ratios, we have radios, um, we've had in-reach devices that should we you know, get out of reach of cell phones, should the worst thing happen. Um, and, um, and the kids have been enthusiastic. Um, we during the trees today we did a, an exercise which is part of the gold camping badge which is to um, which is, is a medical and is to carry a patient over rough terrain so we were just parked in the car park off the state highway with a bit of bush off to the side Phoenix gave them a bit of a talk about search and rescue activities and a little bit about first aid we did um, uh, rock paper scissors pick the, pick the patient go and lie down over the trees right everybody 
what you've got is what you're in the pack. You can't get stuff out of the car, that's it. Mm -hmm. So they managed to pick them up and carry them around for a couple of hundred meters, which was really good. And then we climbed into a, an imaginary helicopter. So once again, they're ticking all those boxes about what risk things are, what they need to take, and that's what the learning journey is all about. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you're both here to speak to our um, listeners, people who are viewing, and hopefully they've taken something away. One thing I'll say is that if you, any of you have got any questions, I've got a St John um, email address, um, or you could ask one of the leaders how to get in contact with me, but the simple thing is chris, C-H-R-I-S, dot budge, B-U-D-G-E, at stjohn.org.nz. Thank you for having us along. That was a great chat from Chris about the Duke of Edinburgh Award, wasn't it, Simon? Absolutely. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of youth out there that weren't aware of the requirements or anything like that, so I'm sure mm. that's filled in some blanks. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, next on the next episode, we're going to discuss how easy it is to sign up for the Duke of Edinburgh Award, aren't we? That is quite correct. What have we got coming up on the next episode as well, Simon? Um, up next on the next episode, uh, we have Stephen, who's going to talk about mindfulness in the CMO role. And we've got fan favourite, Question Time with Simon and Sam. Yeah, no questions this one. We, we're already running over time, yes. over our allotted time. Mm. But in the next one, we're, we're going we're gonna to make up for it and we're in quite a special venue as well. Absolutely. Uh, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening to the Kaitakore podcast or watching in case you're viewing this on YouTube. Sam, where can we view or listen to the uh, Kaitakore podcast? YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts. Mm. Uh, Spotify, yes. just anywhere where you get your normal podcasts, we're, we're there either visually or just in your ear holes. Yes, and the ear holes is quite good. Mm. Um, if you want to give us a like, where do you give us a like, Sam? So you just flick onto Facebook and give us, is it still a thumbs up these days? I think so, I think I you can know. do love hearts and stuff too. I don't, I don't know, I would say, oh I'm getting a phone call. Hang on, I'll just, I'll just decline that and I'll just say I'll call them later. Yes, call there them later. Oh, yeah, so Facebook. Um, Otherwise, if you want to drop us a line, uh, you can flick us a line at Kaiko Podcast at stjohn.org.nz. Uh, we take feedback, compliments, questions, questions. questions. We'd love a good question, just not this episode. If you have any, um, think you, you disagree with in the in the podcast, you can tell us about that too. Mm. Um, just anything into that inbox, we'll yeah. take it. Yeah. It's a bit quiet at the oh, moment. Now it's so a text message. So. Anyway, messages in. anyway we'll, we'll see you on the next episode where we discuss mindfulness.